Hey, hey, welcome to Horns Up. And this time, yes, we are doing a music on our mind. That's not because we don't have any worthy people to interview or, you know, we aren't like hobnobbing with the metal world. It's just because we felt we haven't done a music on our mind in a really long time. It's been, what, two months, Peter? Yeah, man. And there's been so much music coming out. Yeah, every day there's just like one new album or at least a few new singles to check out. And in this digital age... Uh, I'm just astonished as ha- at how people can manage to chronicle or not just chronicle but just keep up with the pace of new music that's coming out. I guess the way I do it is just to use a strong filter. So if the, I, and I go old school, if I, I like the album artwork, if something like sticks out and looking at my list, that kind of tells you, oh, it's primarily my mood, man. That's what happens. But okay, so... Uh, this is something that we haven't actually talked about at all. How do you curate what you listen to? Is it is it visual? Is it mood? Like, would you just randomly check out or key in Stoner Doom new releases and listen to any band that's listed up there? Or so it's primarily my mood so because I'm constantly getting press releases of all the new artists. So I'll just ah, keep so downloading. You have a filter. Yeah, so I yeah. keep downloading stuff like that, and I keep revisiting in a way. I'll just give you a random example, but the other day, I was just in this really, really low mood, and I was like, "Fuck!" Cued into this album called Woods of Ypres, Woods Four, it released like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, and I listened to one of the songs where it says, "Everything I touch turns to gold and then coal," and it just resonated so much with me. And I just kept listening to that song. It's about eight or nine minutes. Kept listening to it on a loop. And then I was like, how good is that voice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's that's perfect for that mood. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. I love the fifth album, which was the last album that the band ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you get sent a lot of material, which is how. Yeah. Okay, so why not do our plugs right now? So if people want to get in touch with you and send you material so that you can listen to them and possibly mention them on Horns Up or wherever else it is that you do stuff, how should people reach out to you? It's simple, trendcrusher at gmail.com. <laughs> and of course you follow him at Trent Crusher and you follow me at Dasmoani but don't send me stuff because I'm not that cool enough to actually uh, have S- a space S- or something of that sort to talk about S- it S- if send I send it to like me and it. I'll send it to uh, animate <laughs> yeah I uh, I rely on people who are cooler than me to curate my music for okay. me and then tell me or or at least like go through the pile of uh, go through the pile of hate to find out that one needle I'm honored <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, which actually, like, you know, if you, if you were attentive uh, listeners, you would have figured out by now, like, when you listen to our tastes in, or when you listen to the albums that we pick on Music On Our Mind or whenever others we are doing lists and stuff, you'll always see that bent. Now, that's a reason for you to go back and check out all our other uh, Music On Our Mind episodes as well as episodes where we just pick random music or the music that or we're listening to or and if you're talk lazy. about it. Or if you're lazy and don't want to listen to the whole episode, just go to the playlist. We'll link them below. All the more reasons for you to keep following at Pod. Yep. Uh-huh. See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's start off with music on our mind for this episode. Yeah. Right? Um, again, we'll go pick by pick, five picks. Done. What's your first one? Okay, so I'm going to preface this for a minute at least is that one of the things I've noticed about like, so I used to be hugely into melodic death metal, you know, bands like Dark Tranquility, Soilwork and the likes. 
and I noticed that there were nothing great coming out. I mean, there was a album that kind of was close to making the list, but this one did, and it's uh, a band called In Morning, their mm-hmm. album Garden of Time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I've been didn't check it out purely because I don't enjoy Melodeath. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's one of the things is that this album really stuck out, and I kept listening to it so much. And uh-huh. I've been following the band for a few years. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, like I'm gonna put my neck out there. But if not the n- top ten, this is gonna make my top twenty at least because it's hmm. that good. And again, it just fit the mood. Like, that's the thing. Uh, days are getting shorter. All the kind of music now I'm listening to is like darker stuff and doomier stuff. Again, I'm kind of going a bit ahead of myself. But yeah, In Morning just fit that. And yeah, man, it was great. What's the album called? You forgot Garden to mention of it. Garden of Time. Garden of Time. So that's In Morning's Garden of Time. Yeah, and it, it basically has everything. I mean, everything that you associate with melodic death metal. You know, the leads, the clean vocals and stuff like that. Are there nice acoustic parts? Oh yeah, the interludes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There's a lot there. So anyone who's into like melodic death metal, uh, death metal fans who like stuff without their bree breeze or, you <laughs> know what, <laughs> check <Okay>. it out. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, my first pick or something that I would like to talk about is this band called Xoth, X-O-T-H. Yeah, you mentioned right? it. I mentioned it earlier to you in private, not on the podcast. Uh, their album Interdimensional Invocations, which released on 18th October 2019. It's an independent release. Uh, I chanced upon Zoth thanks to their single Back to the Jungle. Um, and immediately they reminded me of of all the bands that reminded me of Mind Snare. <laughs> yeah. Right? Bangalore's very own Mind Snare. Or rather, what what Mind Snare could have been if they kept doing what they did, evolved and actually lived up to their potential. Right, um, that's not a knock on Mindsnare, and that's also not to say that Zot's interdimensional invocations is a perfect album, but it's a great pick for anyone who enjoyed Mindsnare, and thus anyone who would enjoy symbolic and the sound of perseverance era death. Yeah, I ha- so thanks to you, I checked out the album and I kind of enjoyed it. Did you get the Mindsnare comparison? Fair comparison? Right after that, I (laughs) went and found Conditioned Conditioned Human. Human. I found the CD that I still have ripped onto (laughs) my CD and and my player. And I was like, oh my God. It just brought back so many memories. And that that is one of the cool things about music that we keep talking about, right? Yeah. Like, listen to a riff or something like that. And and then it triggers stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 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 exactly <laughs> hit the spot for me when it came to that. Aspect. Okay, what's next for you then? Uh, next is jumping into something black metal. Okay, and we've spoken about this. Uh, Abigail Williams, uh, Walk <laughs> Beyond the Dark. <laughs> yeah, all right. And you know, one of the things I must add is Blood Music, the yeah. label that they put out. One of the things I love about the label is blindfolded. Whatever they release, I'm going to check out. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did a lot of synthwave releases. That's the thing. They right? But this year, they kind of cut down in. This is one of the few releases that mm-hmm. they did. Was Abigail Williams always on Blood Music? No. So th- this is their first release on ah. uh, Blood Music. And okay. man. Yeah, pretty solid name. I, 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 I don't know. I've just not been able to get into Abigail Williams. And I think that's because their reputation kind of precedes yeah. them. They're yeah. They are not... 
they're not the black metal that I would usually listen to. Fair enough, and I yeah. agree. But that—that's the brilliant thing. Has about things changed on this this yeah. new one? Yeah. 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 So it, it's really and for me again, this is one of the few kind of black metal albums I really like enjoy. Or okay. this is the kind of black metal I really enjoy. Would okay. Put it. Why so is that? I mean, of course, it it doesn't go into the melodic part, mm-hmm. which is the way I don't like, or I don't like the keyboards okay. that much cool. in uh, black metal. And uh, yeah, man, I I'm at a bit of a loss right now, but okay, uh, definitely for those of you who enjoy black metal, something that tickled your jollies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just agreed to that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is is a pick that I'm pretty sure would be on most people's picks if they were to be reviewing albums in November or October, and that's Allcest. Um, Allcest released their. Uh, I forget which number album this was, but also released Spiritual Instinct on 25th October and through Nuclear Blast. And it's also available, weirdly enough, on Bandcamp without any mention of the label. Okay, wow. So, yeah, I, I don't know what happened there, but uh, it is. So, I would urge you just go to Bandcamp, <laughs> right? Instead of buying through Nuclear Blast. No, again, Nuclear Blast, don't want to offend you there. Um, so, I've been a huge fan of Allcest. Ever since I first heard uh, 2012's Les Voyages de Lim, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not French, so <laughs> sorry. Uh, and their latest spiritual instinct, it doesn't disappoint at all. It feels like an evolution from the previous album, which was uh, 2016's Kodoma. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, but this time around, the heaviness has been turned up a bit. Uh, not even just a bit, actually. It's been turned up quite a few notches. Which, again, I really enjoyed because the earlier albums did have a lot of that. Um, I'd recommend listening to the entire album as a, as a whole. Don't listen to singles. And if I were allowed to nitpick, the only part that I really didn't enjoy was that weird electronic sample that they used to begin uh, track number four, which was, again, I'm butchering this because I'm not French. Lily, there's morts or whatever. It just it just <laughs> totally comes out of nowhere and destroys the mood. But then, like just within a couple of seconds, the music comes back on. And by music, I mean like the guitars and the entire soundscape that Allcest is known for comes back on, and it just then bleeds into perfection territory. Um, I think this one's gonna end up on my top ten for sure. I'm not surprised. I'm repeating it a lot. Yeah, but just just for trivia for those of you who've been listening or haven't been listening for a while Allcest was animation my favorite live gig last year yeah was it yeah it yeah. was and that was a surprise to both of us yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. and that's because yeah, yeah yeah i caught them in i i caught them in london you caught them in, uh, bangalore. in bangalore yeah yeah so i'm not surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I think I think there'll be a fair chance of uh, us having the same live gig as our best gig of 2019 too. Okay. Possibly. Could be. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's that's something we'll be discussing by the end of the year when we do our yearly wrap up. What yearly? I mean, this is the second time we'll be doing it, but whatever, we'll be doing a year end wrap or something our of that sort. Our now annual wrap up. <laughs> our now annual wrap up. Yeah. Anyways, pick number three. Adding to our earlier conversation. One of the cool things I like doing when I get emails is checking for how strange. Like, say, for example, I get an email from a band from Kazakhstan, high up on my list. I'm going to check just purely because I've never heard a band from... Borat Metal. Or, in this instance, a band from Chile, 
who I've never okay. heard of before, right? And I'm going to butcher their name. So, purely Kapila uh, Ardiente. Oh, yeah. fuck. I think I've heard this. And the album is The Siege. Now wait, is this the the doomy? Yeah, yeah the epic the, the doom. epic doom. Yeah, I've heard this. I found this one to be a better release than Crip Sermon. <laughs> I find. Yeah, I think the gray album cover. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I've yeah. heard this one. This was an excellent. Yeah, and the thing about it was right. I mean, both of us were looking so much forward to forward Crip to the Crip Sermon, Sermon album, and yeah. then after it kind of plateaued for me. But when I heard this album, I was like. Whoa! This is what I was expecting Crip Sermon to be. Yeah, I think Crip Sermon got just just became an expectation that 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 uh, really ballooned. Yeah. Right. They didn't hit the expectation because their first album was so good. Yeah. Yeah. And but then this one, they it comes out of nowhere and yeah. yeah what and a with with Kapila Adente again. Sorry yeah. for those listening, but. Uh, we're Indian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but one of the cool things is I started off saying, okay, cool band from Chile. Let me check it out. Two listens down going, whoa, what the yeah, hell? And yeah. none of the songs are below like seven or eight minutes. They're all really long songs, but they just had me engaged. Yeah, and it's lovely traditional doom. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, produced, it's produced very well yeah. for that sound. It sounds old school and uh, the level of songwriting and the lyrics and everything just the w- complete vibe is is yeah it is I mean definitely superlative to a Crypt Sermon yeah. which is weird because Crypt Sermon's album was also really good but yeah this one's just better and not to like draw comparisons to them but for those listening if you're fans of like bands like Trouble Candle Mass and stuff like exactly, that exactly this fits in right right, right in that vein so yep. Yeah. Brilliant pick. Yeah, I completely forgot about them. Kapila Ka- Ardente, Ardente. Yeah. The Siege. Check it out. Awesome. Um, my third pick is a band called, again, I don't know what's it with our picks this time because all of them have really hard to produce names or at least names that we've never heard of before. It's called Iapetus. Uh, the album is The Body Cosmic. It's It was released on 8th November 2019. Again, independent uh, release um, it's a two man studio project and the Body Cosmic which is the album it, that's their sophomore release it clocks in at around 71 minutes wow. okay but uh, it really doesn't feel like it and it's for everyone who enjoys any facet of progressive metal um, it's fresh it's unique and really it's not it's not your stereotypical prog metal so there's like almost little to none of uh, gent in it the so ambient it's not that kind of progressive it's no it's it's not it's not stereotypical modern progressive metal shoegaze bullshit um, the ambient passages actually matter it's not just a collection of short hmm or drone sounds or chimes or whatever labrala soon in it um it's really well structured. It's thought through. It's it's a combination of parts that really gel well together, and you'll lose yourself in it. And that's what happened to me. In fact, I I heard it twice today already. Oh. And like you're, you're devoting 140 odd minutes to wow. that, and it's that's still yeah, yeah, it's still a good album. It's a great album actually. So yeah, uh, that's the Body Cosmic from 
Iapetus or Iopetus. Okay. Uh, the fourth pick I have, again, this has nothing to do with November because this album released in October, but okay. November's Doom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that the album name or is no, that the... No, that's the band name, November's okay. Doom. Uh, Nephilim Grove. Finally, I can say a band name and the album <laughs> name. But uh, yeah, uh, unlike their name, they kind of play like dark metal and they've been okay. going around for a while. I mean, I've been following them. What do you mean by dark metal? <sighs> you have to listen to it. <laughs> but that's the classification they've given to it and I kind of stick by it. Okay. So uh, they've been around for like, what, three decades now? And... Uh, one of the Had you heard of them before? Yeah, yeah, so I've been following them at least for the last 10-15 years, mm-hmm. but I completely lost track of them okay. because, you know, there's so much music. And then when I got the promo, I was like, what, November's Doom are releasing an album and there's no buzz about it or I have <laughs> no idea about it. Somebody who's been following them for a while. And yeah, man, this is again proper mood listening. It is dark. It is like, of course when I was doing research and stuff like that, so the frontman Polka has gone through a divorce and stuff like that. So he's pouring his heart out, his emotions. Yeah, so like, you know, the first two, three tracks, Petrichor, uh, the witness marks and stuff like that, go in your proper kind of doom thing. And by the time it goes to the four track, which is what we've become, it seems like very evident that it's kind of autobiographical, him talking <laughs> about his relationship and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and for anyone who's kind of gone through a tough relationship, and stuff, you can clearly relate to this. Uh, but yeah, also what they've done, I don't know whether it's just the promo I got or stuff, but they have what they call matte variant of two of the tracks. Okay. What we've become and the clearing blind. So they've just got like kind of a little different arrangement done. So I quite enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, it was great for me to just like a band that I've not heard for a while to hear them and then, you know, the right mood, the right setting and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So really hit the mark. uh, Still on the clear borderline whether this will make one of my top albums. Just depends on, again, how I feel towards the end end of of the year. But uh, yeah, really strong release. Uh, I'm glad they're back. I hope they do more promotion and publicity. More people need to, need hear to know album. about this. Yeah. So November's Doom, Nephilim Grove. Awesome. So from a three-decade kind of old band from your side, I'll move on to a 25 to 26-year-old band on my side, which I had no idea even existed earlier. Really? Right. Yeah. Com- yeah. Completely. This was a complete doozy for me. Uh, I didn't know Sweden had such a thriving D-beat, crust, hardcore crossover, thrash, speed. Call it whatever you want to call it. That kind of a scene. But thank goodness for Wolf Brigade and their album, um, The Enemy Reality, for introducing me to that scene and for introducing me to what is by far one of the most fun albums I've heard this year. Um, the Enemy Reality is Wolf Brigade's seventh or eighth album, but it's my first, and it ticks all the right boxes if you're ever if you've ever been a fan of Motorhead. So, which means uh, it should be everybody's cup of tea, or coffee, or cola, or soda, or Red Bull, or any drink really that you use to energize yourself. 
this this album was my pick me up like yeah come on <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how I felt listening to it. Yeah, it's it's like it'll give you that same adrenaline rush as the racing scene, as the racing scenes in uh, Ford versus Ferrari. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Not yet. Yeah, uh, do check it out if you can because those racing scenes were filmed to perfection, man. Those were really good. All right. Yeah, Done. but yeah, this one's superb. Right. Superb. I really liked it. No, and you know, I got the promo also, so that's how I kind of checked it. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, coming back to what you said earlier. I need to send you a bunch of recommendations because Sweden it reminded me of this band called Speedwolf from America, yeah. right? Which only released this one album, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was probably one of my albums of the year in the year in the year that they released it. Um, yeah, and I was so happy to find somebody doing that kind of music. And yes, it's it's largely an easy genre to kind of pull off or an easy sound to pull off. because it's essentially dik tak dik tak dik tak dik tak and over that you have jing jing they have like yeah just normal fast riffing but when you can actually craft songs just using those elements and craft memorable riffs and songs to go along with it that's what makes albums stand out in that genre and yeah the, this wolf brigade managed to do that for me can you imagine i'm going to throw it to you Wolf Brigade playing live in Bombay or something like that. Fuck, I know just the band who would want to support them. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. hint. <laughs> What's yeah. up, Arun? I'm looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> But yeah, man, this this is like the kind of stuff I would totally freak out over live. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, completely. You know, conf- like those. And again, the best type. thing would be yeah, the a warehouse or whatever. But half the crowd wouldn't even know what the fuck. they are supposed to be doing <laughs> and i don't think the band would really care either i don't think either yeah. <laughs> in, in put it to put it in bombay terms this would be a toad ford <laughs> kind toad of toad ford gig with half the gig attendees not knowing whether they should actually watch this or going away and complaining on facebook saying that fuck these guys don't know what they were doing <laughs> anyways but yeah yeah sorry i'm venting <laughs> nah, it's cool it's cool so d- down to okay. my last pick and Uh, it's I don't know if you'd call it metal or no. I I know I linked you to this, so this is gonna be a little strange because I lived in Poland and I'm gonna mm. kind of butcher his second name. So whoever's listening, I'm sorry. But Jakub Zitecki, mm-hmm. uh, again, guitar prodigy man. He because I was reading up on him and I know him from the time I kind of lived in Poland. Uh, unfortunately, I never caught his band uh, Disperse live. uh he's been playing from the age of like 15 16 so he, last year he left the band <laughs> i just thought of a really bad alliteration no. he's the polish pliny <laughs> well you know what actually right he performs yeah, so it I makes told sense yeah thing, yeah right? yeah that's how i that's how i made the alliteration yeah, so yeah tell him what you told us or tell uh, sorry tell them what you told me <laughs> well so for those of you who've caught pliny live yakub kind of plays with him uh, second guitar and similarly on Pliny on uh, Jakub stores so that's why they tour together so they yep. play second guitar with each other on each other <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck, this> <laughs> but you can edit that <laughs> but yeah so yeah, I want Jakub Jakub uh, left disperse a band that he started last year uh, for multiple reasons and he's been putting out uh, solo releases and for those who've been following uh, disperse they are yes you know modern progressive uh, metal or whatever you want to call them i think they were called gent at one point but yeah uh his album 
the only best description I had for the latest release, which is called Nothing Last, Nothing's Loss, is lush. It's just listening to those guitar riffs. And he just kind of gives it a voice of its own. I mean, it's largely an instrumental album, except for one track. Mm-hmm. But you don't really miss the vocals in there. Mm. And so it's it's strong guitar showcasing. Yeah. And again, for those of you who know the history of Gent, uh, on the track Creature Comfort, uh, Jakub gets Frederick Thordenel from Meshuga to play a non-Gent part. So that is also quite <laughs> cool to hear. But, you know, the highlight of the track, I mean, of the album for me was the single Sunflower, the second okay. track. If you don't listen to the any other tracks of the album, just I recommend go listen to that track. Mm-hmm. And that will kind of change your mind. I think that's the one I linked you to. And another track, which is the only uh, track which is uh, with vocals, it's called Bonsai. And this is a discovery for me because they have a R&B singer called Paulina. And I'm sorry, I'm completely butchering this name, but Shizbek. So I actually kind of looked her up uh-huh. after hearing her voice on this track mm-hmm. called Bonsai. And it's so beautiful. I mean, at that point, you're wondering, okay, what if he kind of had a couple more tracks with her on the album? It was that kind of thing. And the line that really struck out from all the lyrics on that song was, again, it could be Yakub saying it. It goes, we are wiser now. We can do it without fear. Hmm. So it's kind of like not so subtly him talking about <laughs> his music now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, beautiful, beautiful album. Uh, I'm really glad uh, I kind of checked it out and I had to tell everyone else about it. You guys also have to check it out. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, I ha- you must have figured out by now that I haven't really checked him out. <laughs> yeah, so sorry for that. Anyways, uh, my last pick is something that I heard just a couple of days back, uh, but it was, again, one of the most powerful pieces of music I've heard in the recent past, and that was uh, Despise Daikin's new one. It's called Purgatory. Um, I'm surprised. On Yeah, released on 15 November 2009 through Nuclear Blast. Yeah, I mean, I get why you're surprised because if anything core elicits disdain, disappointment or worse even hatred as a reaction, then honestly, I'd ask you to listen to Despised Icon's Purgatory because yes, okay, chalo, it is deathcore, but it's so much more than deathcore. It's not your... Okay, so you know how there are bands who... Um, are known as the pioneers of their genres and Despised Icon is one of them. Definitely. But what makes these pioneers really great or when they transcend into the really great band kind of a category is when they know that, yes, they're known for a particular sound, but they manage to evolve that sound. And I think that's what happens here on Purgatory. We, I mean, yeah, you did hear a little flicker of it on their... uh, previous album um Beast. yeah which which was their first album after they came back right um this one i think perfects that mold um it's it's mind-blowingly pulverizing 
I mean, riff after riff after riff, and man, that drumming is just, it's really, 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 really excellent. Maybe it's just the the um, hardcore double D beat space that I'm really enjoying these days, but uh, oh my God, this this was a ferocious powerhouse of of just energy, and the vibe is not your deathcore vibe. It's more death metal or extreme metal rather than deathcore. But of course, yeah, there are deathcore elements in it. But it's not an album that I would immediately go like, "Ye kya chutiya pa hai?" No, no, I agree with you. I mean, I haven't checked out the album yet. I think I heard the single, and uh, what what happened with because I lived in Canada at that time when uh-huh. the Spice Icon were there. Uh, there were like imitators left, right, and center. Exactly, that's the thing. You and you had like ev- small towns. Yeah. Everyone's like yeah. brie, brie, breakdown. Exactly. That's uh, that's what I'm getting at. You know, it's it's tough being a pioneer because you spawn off so many clones, and the clones are just not good enough. And because there are so many clones, that's what just gets the scene to hate your music, what or what hate the kind of music that you one make. One thing I would like like to add is that look at their peers man look at like suicide silence for example they've gone like clean vocals and stuff like yeah. that these guys still stuck to their guns yeah two vocalists both of them one of them who handles the normal stuff and the other one who comes in with big squeals and just to voice calisthenics if you would call it that so for those of you who are into death core or death metal uh, i don't know if you saw this announcement but i was quite excited is a pair of uh, despised icon beneath the massacre beneath the massacre have announced a new album so i'm really looking forward to it so it's like i'll wait around for that now see <laughs> i've never been able to get into beneath the massacre because they just don't tick those boxes for me yeah. but I'd yeah come on despised icon yeah, somehow so I did so it's like literally despised icon like threw the ball into their court it's like your turn now <laughs> come on let's see what you guys are up to yeah. because the only thing i'm going to add about beneath the massacre is I loved that EP so much. Yeah. And then they just completely changed their sound on the album. <laughs> so really looking forward to what they have up their sleeve this time. So yeah. that's something f- in the future for us to check out. Done. Is that releasing in December? Jan. Jan. Or January. Jan, so Jan in the next year then. Done. That's the music that's been on our mind this episode. We've got 10 absolutely different as usual, as has always been the norm here. Absolutely different albums. Uh, a wide range spanning from uh, guitar, solo guitar, instrumental albums to Deathcore to of, of all things. Right? <laughs> Who would have expected Deathcore on Horns Up? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> yeah, so that's the music on our minds. We've already done our Twitter handle, so I'm not going to plug them again. Yeah, that's it. But go and do something good. Go, and go support your local scene. Go support your local scene. Yeah, why not? Be, be good boys. Okay, we'll see you back here next week. Hands up. Hands up.